I'm Coach Nikki Smith, and I got next. You next up, and you ain't been on sports like talk. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> hey, you better hit him up. Look, you breaking next, and you up next. Keep the queens go hard. Rise and star on the big scene. Make them know who you are. You don't break a sweat. Don't set up for less. They put you through that test. Your resume that flex. Who got next? Who got next? SLT, ready to go. Who got next? Who got next? Living my dreams and all your goals. Who got next? Who got next? You can ask B. Jones or head coach. Who got next? Who got next? You next up, so here's my vote. SLT Nation! Welcome back to another fire episode of Sports Life Talks. You got next a platform that gives exposure to the voices of tomorrow. That's right. We're talking to rising stars in our communities who are doing big things and accomplishing big dreams. And today, ooh, we alert! We got a special one in the building for y'all. And this episode means even more to me because we're going to talk a little bit about my hometown today ladies and gentlemen that's right coming to the stage to the sports life talk family fresh off the back of a uil 5a state championship we got him ladies and gentlemen 16 years as a head coach the 5a coach of the year the Dallas Morning News Coach of the Year. <laughs> I mean, this dude is just, he is that guy right now. He is that dude behaling from Shreveport, Louisiana. Let's make some noise for Coach Nick Smith out of Justin R. Kimball. Did I say that right? It's Justin R., right? Justin L. Justin L. Justin L. Kimball. How you doing today, Coach? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Thank you guys for having me on the show. Hey man, I'm super excited. I can't, I, I can't even, I can't even breathe right now. I'm so excited that we get to push Shreveport. Finally, I get to push Shreveport on the map, man. We get to go, go back to my roots, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Post City, Post City, Post City. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I got a ratchet pack over here for you, Coach. Got the ratchet. <laughs> See, y'all don't know nothing about that. All your Dallas folks. Hey, well, check this out. I am your host, the Mouth of the South, B. Jones, the OG, all things Louis. Easy animal, Mr. Yeet is in the building, and now I'm rocking with my partner, my brother from another mother. Hey, the head coach, the choir storm. Shh, KT, how you feeling today, Kev? I'm doing great, B. Jones, and I want to correct you. I know you didn't try to do that. You said Justin L. Kimball is Justin F. Kimball. Justin F., my bad. Justin F. Kimball. I got to give Kimball their pops. They're state champions, so. I want to give them their, their props. It's kind of like Wheezy F Baby. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, please say the baby. There, there you go. <laughs> B. Jones, answer your question, man. I'm doing great. I've been looking forward to this episode. We got greatness in the building, B. Jones. And I'm going to talk about myself. I'm talking about Coach, Coach Smith. So 
Just turn up, B. Let's go. And I blame all y'all out there for, for me messing the up up because all y'all, all I hear y'all say is Dallas Kimball. Dallas Kimball. I had to do research and find out it was Justin F. Kimball. So that's all y'all. But uh, nah, I'm just teasing with y'all. Hey, well, welcome to the show. If this is your first time rocking with us, Kimball, y'all got the ring on. You know what I'm saying? We got to make some noise. We got to keep this amazing energy. I love being in Dallas, Texas and sharing coaches of our sharing stories of our local coaches because these guys are doing something amazing. But we need your help in order to get this thing cracking. And y'all know what we got to do. Y'all watch all the other social content providers or whatever they doing. You know, on the count of three, we're going to make a lot of noise. We need you to smash that subscribe button smash that like button and share this episode out to as many people as you can so we can have coach nick smith and those gladiators down there at kimball we can get them they props this episode all right here we go coach smith is, 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 is they gonna rock with us down there they're gonna rock with us all right here we go on the count of three one two three Ooh, welcome to the Sports Life Talk family. Hey, that's right. We don't do fans. We don't do followers. We only do family. So if you smash that subscribe button, Night Nation, welcome to the Sports Life Talk family. Please leave us a fire emoji in the chat so we can properly introduce ourselves to you and show you some love. Look at that. We got the bobblehead rocking. You know what I'm saying? Hey, all right, Coach Smith, are you ready for the Sports Life Talk initiation? Let's go. Let's go. All right, Coach, initiate you into the SLT family. You got to give us your top five music artists. All right, top five music artists. The God Rakim Allah. Uh, after Rakim, I take, uh, I like Biggie. After Biggie, I like uh, DMX. Uh, I've always liked Snoop. And uh, I say number five. Y'all not going to believe this. But I used to bump too short hard. Hard. Oh, and old, and old too short. Yeah. <laughs> I can listen to too much too short because we know his favorite word. So I had to. Oh, say, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Know, too short didn't fight. Back in the day with the tape, this all Oh, my gosh. All right, coach, we like to rank everybody's top five and the highest you can get is five. But with the top five, I bet B. Jones, I can't give him anything less than top, less than five. He's the coach of the year. Coach of the year. They won the state championship. They brought it home. We rocking with coach, right? You said how many years did you say he's been coaching or a head coach? Head coach for sixteen. I only, uh, hey, we got to dig back in the archives to find out where you started coaching. Give him sixteen. I almost lost my count. <laughs> I know we would have gave you the whole twenty-five, coach, but our uh, our budget. If we give 25, then we can't do any more dings, and the light's going to go out. And we won't be disrespectful. Not with you. All right, so uh, who, is your who is your favorite superhero and why? Batman. Uh, Dark Knight, you know, I look at myself as like a, you know, two different people. I have an alter ego. I'm like Bruce Wayne in the daytime. You know, they call me Hollywood Nikki. A lot of college coaches gave me that name a long time ago. They call me Hollywood Nikki. So it's like you see this guy's in the suits, dress well, and everything like that. And, and uh, you know, that's Bruce Wayne. And then I get on the court or after hours or whatever in bathroom, and then I turn into that Cape Crusader, you know, trying to save the day, trying to save the city. I mean, I look at Dallas. I look at Dallas. I used to drive a Camaro, a black one, with a Batman symbol on it. And I look at Dallas as like Gotham. You know what I'm saying? And when I leave Gotham, I come home to Rockwall, and I'm coming to the Batcave, you know? Yeah, so. 
<laughs> it, ain't, it ain't got nothing to do with the Kimball Knights and the Dog Knight, huh? It's just no, move this way before that. All right, <laughs> yeah, all right, all right, Bruce Wayne. Since every good superhero needs their own theme music, what would your theme song be? This would be my only theme song, but this is one of my favorite songs. It, it, the Breakfast Club. Uh, don't you forget about me at the don't end. Don't you forget about me. me. Yeah, I just love that song. I play it every morning. You know, before I get in the shower, it just I just love it. it pumps me up. You know. B. Jones, you have watched that movie before, right? I watched that movie a whole okay. bunch. Of- okay, okay. When he when he looked back at the school and yeah, he threw the fist up. <laughs> and just and a lot of people may not understand. I'm, I'm uh, very collected, very well rounded when it comes to music and different genres. And that that rebel part of him, you know, what I'm saying that he just didn't give a whatever, and he was just that that rebel. And that's just that music. Yo, you man. know what? I, I, shout out to Breakfast Club because they were actually before they time that movie. Before now they, they, they should do a college course on Breakfast Club because that movie dealt with a lot of teenage insecurities. Mm-hmm. Racism. It yes. dealt with bullying. It dealt with uh, 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 domestic abuse. Remember, the, 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 the kid was like that because no. his dad was bullying him. Yeah, yes. So there's a lot of stuff going think on. Think about this: if if you could relate to one of those five kids in that movie, that's right. If you could relate to one, the the athlete, the the nerd. Yeah, yeah all that. All right. So if you could shadow anyone for a week and learn from them, they could be the dead or alive. Who would it be and why? Uh, just, just one person I would love to shadow is the late great coach Jimmy Tubbs. Um, he was the first coach at Kimball High School to win the championship, and we used to have talks when he was uh, at SMU as an assistant coach, and when he was there as a head coach also. And I would just stay after camps, and we walk and talk about a lot of things, and just pick his brain on things. And uh, you know, uh, he was a. I was hoping he would have been able to be a good mentor of mine, uh, I did, I do cherish the moments I did share with him. Um, I would also say, um, I would also say, you know, Gory Johnson, he's another Kimball coach and he is alive. And, uh, you know, I spend a lot of time with him talking on the phone, you know, I've stopped by his house a few times also. Uh, and not to say there's a lot of other people that, that I've coached under and people like that for his son, Snoop and some other folks, but, you know, he, he, those guys just have a lot of, they're older. When they're 30, 40 years older, they, they have a lot more experience, so you can pick their brain and and just some things you may take from, some things you're like, I'm not going to do that, but they've been through what you've been through, and you just kind of want to hear it, and you can pick and choose, I should do that or I should not do that. All right, so what is something that basketball has taught you that you can use when you're not on the court? Patience. Patience. I, I have uh, what I call severe ADHD. I can't sit down nowhere too long. I'm always moving around, being in my car. Like I said, driving out here, um, being in that car two hours, I get antsy. I don't do. I don't want to. I don't like sitting testing nobody's doing no ACTS. I can't be nowhere too long. Being on a plane that you know over two or three hours, I start fidgeting. So I it just taught me patience, and I'm different when um, I'm coaching because when I would get a little rattled at times back in the past, as you mature and grow in this sport you tend to be a little bit more patient. I just, with uh, what's how the game is going, it looks like it's moving fast, but I'm down there a little bit more patient, knowing when to call a timeout, when not to. But also, it teaches you patience with just the kids, you know? Um, just, just not just the kids in the gym, just in your classroom, just dealing with people 
in life and you know instead of just uh going off and and, and and flying off the handle sometimes you have to calm down and say say to yourself you know what they probably had a bad night let me speak to them in this tone you know let me handle this situation like this instead of always on 10 or always on 100. right right yeah okay so b and i we're going to produce a movie centered around you the one thing we are missing is a lead actor who should we get to play you in the story of your life okay i would choose first samuel l jackson <laughs> and y'all know why because <laughs> that one word <laughs> I'm good at that word he's great at that word the second person I would choose the second person I would choose would probably be I would say uh, Omar Epps maybe you know, oh, so I like Omar. I'm like tall. I'm 6'4 half, 6'5, so Omar, you know, but they, they can make him look a little taller, whatever, it don't really matter. But I like, I think Omar could do it. I, I like, I, I really, really fell in love with Omar uh, Elves. It wasn't from Juice, it was actually from uh, the movie The Program. Ooh, oh, that's my, that's one yes. of my top five movies yeah. of all time, Coach. So, so let me ask you this question, Coach, because we we try to we try to watch the budget around here, and I don't know if we can get Samuel L. at that, that at that price point we need. But okay. uh, have, have, are you a fan of the new Fresh Prince? Yes, new Fresh Prince. That's what I was going with. I will yes. say this: I watched Adrian the first Hall. episode, and I didn't scrap it. I just didn't go back. Yeah, anymore. And you know, the new <laughs> Uncle Phil. The new Uncle Phil, you look just like that's, the new Uncle Phil. Yeah, that, oh, you know what? Cool. I saw him, and he's not bad. I, I like. I need to see him in more more things and more stuff. Yeah, he's he's smooth. He's sharp though. He's sharp just like you. Yeah, he play he play that sharp, crisp, polished. Hey, that boy, he he board room. You know what I'm saying? Like so that, I, right. So I'm gonna check it. I'm glad you guys told me give me something to binge watch uh, before school starts. All right. So this is pro this is the last question, and it's probably the most important question in initiation, Coach. Important question. Okay. All right. So when we come to Kimball to check you out. Well, before we show up, we got to get something to eat, Coach. What is that one food spot or two food spots that we got to go to that gets your staff of approval? And what do you get from there? All right. So uh, two spots. Uh, one is right around the corner from Kimball. I'll say um, Hardeman's uh, oh, Barbecue. They got all the best soul food in there. Uh, you can eat. I mean, you get that food. Just give yourself a couple hours because you're going to get sleepy. <laughs> You know, it, it, as a fact, it has the itis written outside uh, the door. You go get the itis, okay? You gonna get tired, all right? You know, get your barbecue sandwich, like these pig feet, They got everything, whatever you want. Ooh. And then you know, uh, but in the afternoon, you know, if you just want to relax, chill, listen to some live music, get you some uh, Cajun food, you know, some catfish, things like that, you go to Thibodeau's. And, uh, you know, Thibodeau's is located about 10 minutes from the school, you know, over in Duncanville. Uh, great spot to eat at, great atmosphere, great music, you know, different band every other night, you know, and DJ. Sound like they're from Louisiana, too. The Louisiana Ties, yeah. All right, so if you hit that subscribe button or think about doing so, please do leave us your top five music artists, your theme song, and your favorite superhero in the comments. And finally, go to our website. SLTUGotNext.com to learn more about us and our You Got Next family members. So now, allow me to reintroduce our newest play cousin, Coach Smith, to the show. So, B. Jones, go ahead and take it away, brother. Coach Nick Smith. Man, it's a pleasure. Welcome to the family. I like that Hollywood. What is it? Hollywood Nick? I like that Hollywood. Yeah, yeah it's Hollywood Nicky. Yeah, that's what they call me. Hollywood Nick. You know what, man? They were saying that all over 
Channel 8 and NBC 5 and different places. I did not tell them that, you know, and it's funny to me because when people say that, I laugh because it's funny. But then sometimes they'll be like, oh, there you go. He getting into that Hollywood mode now. He, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. You I don't know if I'm doing it. I don't know what I'm doing. So. All right, Coach. Well, listen, this is this is the first time that we get to take it back. And I actually get to understand exactly what you was talking about. Let's go back to your beginning. And uh, let's talk about Shreveport, Louisiana, because you and I both know it's different from Crenshaw to, yeah. to hey, to, you know, they, they shut South Park Mall down. Everything that changed since yeah. me and you didn't got out of there, man. And uh, you got out early, but, you know, we look back at, at our city right now. It's kind of in flames, in my opinion. You know, Shreveport yeah. is is a murder a day almost out there, man. It's, it, it, we, we catching the national news for the wrong reason. But when people can see you come out of Shreveport, you get a whole city hope. You know what I mean? So uh, tell, tell us a little bit about your, your coming up and uh, what made you fall in love with the game of basketball, Coach? Well, some of my best friends, of course, are still there. But I think I want to say just starting out with how I fall in love with the game, I want to say it was 1980. And uh, I, was, well, I, don't know, I was a young cat. I was a little cat back then. But I remember my dad watching the Sixers game in the Lakers. And they were playing on TV. And I came, I went in there and watched the game with them. And I saw the 6'8", 6'9", point guard out there, man, just throwing no looks, doing all kind of passes. I see Kareem up there throwing sky hooks, things like that. But I saw this one dude just gym with big hands. His name was Dr. J. And I know I'm like, dude, what is this? I and mean, my dad was a diehard Lakers fan. So, of course, I fell in love with the game right then. And and that's all I – I mean, what you would see on TV back then were Laker and Celtic games just all the way through. They were going to be on CBS or whatever channel they showed them on. And then you see the Sixers and a few other teams. A lot of teams you never got to see. And so, growing up, I was a Lakers fan. So, I played a little rec ball outside in the dirt and stuff like that. You know, guy had a basket at his house and he had concrete. So I, my dad put a basket in the back of our house. And I said, Dad, and my brother makes fun of this all the time. I said, can we get some concrete? Because I can't dribble on the grass. He takes a weed eater and he weed eats a big circle, a big patch out of the ground down to almost the roots and dirt. And he yeah. said, now nah, he said, go dribble on that. <laughs> so I'm crossing over the ball, hitting we hitting the root, going way over there, way over there. I can't really hit it, but I, I so I can shoot. So I, I didn't have a handles out there because I couldn't dribble. <laughs> so uh, got into the sixth grade. You know, back then Turner Middle School had just been built. Uh, yeah, sixth through eighth, and uh, I was playing football. I was wide receiver. That's what I loved. And uh, coach said, "Man, you tall, man. You need to come out." And I remember I tried to do a layup and threw the ball over the basket. And I said, no, I got to get better. I went to a Grambling University basketball camp. Shoot, got trained down there, came back, went to that camp again. By the time I got in eighth grade, here we go. And it just kind of went from there. Uh, signed a scholarship at uh, Paul Quinn College with Coach Summers. James Summers was there, uh, went, played there a year, transferred to Southern University of Shreveport, uh, Played there a year for Cedric Ellis, and then from there I got an uh, academic and uh, and let me say I got an academic and basketball scholarship for Paul Quinn. But Wiley College uh, offered me a basketball and academic scholarship, so I ended up playing my finishing my last three years at Wiley, um, finishing there, graduated, uh, went back to Shreveport, worked at Libby Glass for a little bit. Uh, <laughs> let me tell you this. Let me say this. If anybody ever tells you 
if you if you fuck out of college, you go work or you go into the army. That's what my dad said. You stay in college, and get that degree. Cause yeah, maybe pay you good money, but I'm gonna tell you that's some hard work being in that glass factory and it's just hot and you working. That's hard work. Different shifts, and that made me say, "Nah, I want to get some where I can work inside and be." <laughs> crisp and clean and cool and I've done hard work over my life but I just didn't want to do that the rest of my life and worked there a few months put out some fillers boom got a uh, offer to come out to Texas Department of Transportation out here in Denton to be a chemist in their lab I, I got a, bio, a microbiology major and uh, I was going to be a chemist in their lab I had a minor in chemistry and uh, before I started there I moved to Denton before I started there I got another offer to come work off Royal Lane as a chemist technician at a company, engineering company. And uh, and I did that for a few months. Uh, I, I, I always say I got laid off. No, I got fired because, you know, you know when you, you can just take this little dot and say you left here, you're going on your break, and say you're going to be back here and you get back. You know, when we break, we break. We break. You know? <laughs> I, was, I was breaking. So I understood what Bernie Magnet was talking about. I was breaking too long. Young, 23, 23 years old, big company, corporate. Got laid off. Uh, got some, got a job off to come to, uh, what is it, Texas Instruments. I had no idea what Texas Instruments was. And when I look back on it, I could probably be an executive now. I took a job there. But I went in. He said, this is your salary. Uh, you're going to be have this pager. These are your hours. But if this pager goes off, you're going to have to come in. So I said, if I'm at, if it's Thursday night, latest night at Park Avenue at 1130 and this pager go off, I got to come to work. He said, yes, sir. I said, thank you. It was nice. Thank you for interviewing me. It was nice. But I'm not going to accept this job. And I left. So next thing you know, I got into the school district and emergency certification and been here ever since. Yeah, that's crazy. What got me into coaching, uh, James Dickey was at Texas Tech, and he came to Brian Adams when I was there, and uh, we talked for about 30 minutes, and I was an assistant, I was a JV coach, and he said, if there's anything I could ever do for you, let me know. I said, okay. A week later, I get this letter in the mail from him, handwritten from Texas Tech, talking about how he thought I was doing a great job in there, this, this, and that, blah, blah, blah. This was like the year 2000. Uh, and uh, from that point, I was I was like, man, this is what I want to do. Well, coach, you, you, you know what? I, it's funny to hear the history, right? It's always it's always funny to look back and, and do the little dreaming about what ifs and what could have happened. But everything brought you to this point. And uh, I want to talk a little bit about the struggles of it, because, dude, y- y'all went to the finals and at me doing that, y'all got to remember, I'm not a huge basketball fan, coach. I'm just getting turned into this, turned on to this. And uh, I saw that Kimball had 8.3 seconds left on the clock to win a game. Y'all was up 70 to 68. And all of a sudden, the kid from, what was it? Um, it started with a B. Yeah, Bama United. Bama United. Bama United. Drops three-pointer. And y'all lose this game, man. I, walk, walk me through what's going. Walk me through that that bus ride back to Dallas. I mean, how crushing was that, Coach? Walk me through that whole situation. Well, I'll tell you what. It took me a year before I watched that game again. Uh, I never. I, I always watched our, my last game of the season a year later. And uh, when I when I think back on it, um, 
I remember getting on the bus after that game where we had to do a post-game interview and then getting on that bus, and it was pretty quiet. But I remember when we first got on the bus before we pulled out of the tunnel of the arena, um, one of the boys said, Coach, I know people trying to get me to leave and come to their school, but I ain't going nowhere. We're coming back. And after he said it, another kid said, Coach, we're going to run it back. Another kid said, Coach, we're coming back. It only had maybe about four seniors on that team, but the, the core of the team were juniors. And they were, they were the guys that were on the court. And they it's like they all, all of them, except for one, one didn't say it, but all of them, rest of them pretty much said, no, nah, we're coming back. And just to hear those guys say that was, was uplifting. And uh, I'm going to tell you something else, too, because I, you know, I actually had people blame me for losing a game at the buzzer, a kid hitting a shot. In overtime. The, in overtime. First of all, we shouldn't have gone. We should have made the free throw not to go. And I'm going to give you this. Four games up until that was the fourth game, we came back from being down like that. We were down. And you don't do that in the playoffs, being down 15, being down 17, right. and coming back, going in overtime, winning. And it just caught up with us that time. We went up, went in overtime. We were up again. We had no timeouts. Um, we couldn't get the switches right. I'm yelling out there. If I could have got a timeout, I would have got the matchups right. We're telling everybody who to guard. Or, and uh, one of the kids called switch. One of the kids didn't step up on the switch. The kid got the ball, had a wide open shot at the top of the key, hit the three. I mean, he was wide open. I mean, any of us would have made that shot. I mean, you know, at least one out of three times. Three, you know, you shoot it three times, you know, at least make it one time, you know. So coach, it probably would have took 30 for me. <laughs> <Just going. laughs> but Arsenal, Terrence Arsenal, uh, great player. He's at the University of Houston right now. Yeah, that's the kid that hit the shot. Yeah, yeah. He hit the wow. shot. Kid, okay, man. Okay. I, I love his game. Um, I think he was a bit underrated. Um, and what what you know, the, the press was giving him and stuff just over his career or whatever like that. But yeah, hit the shot. But, but, but you know, every, every movie, you know, we talk about that dog night, that superhero story, right? So at yep. the beginning of your superhero story, y'all lose this championship by a buzzer beater. But now you put in the work. Y'all go back to the semifinals. It take a little bit of time, but here we come. Kimball, yep. we back here again. Now, yep. what, what was the message? What was the message to this team? Because you know, out of everybody in that locker room, you know how precious this opportunity is. And you know that you can lose it with eight seconds left in the game and overtime. What was your message to that locker room and to those kids when y'all got on that bus and headed to that game? For this past season here? Yes. This season? So remember now, that was 2021. We went back last year in 2022 and lost it again by two. In a championship game? Yeah, so this was our third year. We were in the semifinals and lost by two playing Beaumont United again. And we yeah, that's what I Okay, okay. And so right. now, let's fast forward. We're back here again, and I will say this. Uh, you learn. You remember. Don't do this. Be patient. Call a timeout when you need it. Don't take any home. Uh, don't get rattled. Uh, don't, you know, be on the kids, but then let them see you calm at times. Smile a little more. You know, it's just it's just a few different things. But this is what I told them in the locker room before we went out there. I said, uh, I, I made all the assistant coaches leave out for the first time. And they were looking crazy. Like, why coach kicking us out the locker room? I said, I need to talk to the boys by myself a minute. And somebody put this on my mind for me to do this. But I sat them down and I said, listen. I said, this is our third year here. I said, I do believe it's our time. But this is for y'all. I said, this is on y'all. I said, y'all got to get us out of here now. 
I said, I, I, I told you I was going to give me the regionals. I'll get you out of regionals, right? I said, now it's y'all's turn. So I said, I know I've been demanding something of you all year that you had to do this, that you were going to do this. But I said, I'm going to ask something of you for the first time. I said, win this for me, man. I said, win it for me. And they, I teared up, man, and they teared up, and and they looked at me, and they like, we got you, coach, because I, I don't ask them to do anything. I tell them, no, you gonna do this, no, you better. And this time, I said, man, I'm gonna just ask y'all to do something, and they, they did, and it was crazy, cause, man, it was just an emotional sight. Like I was asked, if you win the championship, coach, before the game, how do you think your reaction will be? You know, after being here three straight years. And I thought about it and I said, you know, I've been wondering how I'm going to feel. I said, I'm just going to watch them and enjoy them celebrate because it's about them. And when I took it off me and made it about them, it was, man, it was even more rewarding. Well, I tell you what, the reward is great. You got a plethora of plaques. Your name is all over the place. You got the bobblehead. You on this world tour. And as I checked out your world tour, I saw something that caught my interest. Now, you know, we from Louisiana. We got a little music in our spirit. We got a little music in our soul. We the home of Hurricane Chris. Hey, baby. You know what I'm saying? Baby, my boy. Yeah, baby, my boy. So why why I got you on this Freestyle Friday on, on 104, man? You dropping bars. So you know what I'm saying? Let's go, coach. Turn it up. Let's go. Let's get it. Huh. Come on. Oh. Uh. Oh. Uh. <laughs> Turn it up with the headphones. Here we go. Coach Smith, Smith, let's go. I'm going to talk to him a minute. I'm going to talk to him a minute. Hold on, I'm talk. let me talk to him. Yeah, yeah. I'm so delirious. You gotta get. I can't, I, can't, I can't do it, man. Y'all caught me off guard with that one. Y'all, y'all caught me off guard with that one. You know, I had Cat Daddy. They were in the studio. They said, "Coach, you want to fly us to Florida?" What he said? I said, "Man, throw some for Rock him, man. Throw some for Rock him." He, he put that ain't no joke, beat. Oh man, I just you I ripped it. I told him. I said, "I said, yo, I said, uh, I said, I said, I said, them 16s. Now I said, I gave you. I said, I gave you one." I do too, but them 16s is 1.2. All right. <laughs> I'm only doing two. That's, <laughs> I tell them I'm only doing two. <laughs> I, 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 I didn't see that one coming, B. Jones. That was a good one. Coach is the man. Coach is the man. All right, coach. So let's let's take this day back to the basketball court. You know, All a right. lot of people, there's probably some kids out there that's wondering, like, dang, I ain't get to go to Kimball. But what, what is coach? What what is your coaching style? That's that's what I want to. Let's get to know you as the as the human the humanistic side of this thing. What what is your coaching style, coach? And what what can we expect out of this Kimball team when we get to watch them? 94, 94 feet of fury, coach. What 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 are we gonna see out of this Kimball team? For those, those who watch the game, we call it ninety four fifty. You know, we're gonna guard you ninety four fifty. It's um man, I I I had to change uh, a lot of things over the last few years because. We were we pressed, we traveled, we did some things, we, we played fast, we were half court, you know, I had bigs, we were inside out. And then in 2019, 2020, 
I we had a team where all these guys could dribble, all these guys could shoot, and I said I gotta open this thing up and make it a little more fun. So for my coaches and myself, we went to Houston to the University of Houston's uh, coaches clinic. They had a free coaches clinic. I said let's go. It's free. We stayed the night, and uh, we got in there. And Kelvin Sampson starts talking, and they start going over stuff, and I loved it. So we stole what they do offensively how they play defense, how they coach their defense on the out-of-bounds plays and just the culture and things like that. I came back, that was October 19th. So I had about two weeks to implement that system into a bunch of guys that, you know, they hadn't done any of that. And 2019-2020, we went 30-7 and seven with a new system. And we uh, we made to the regional finals and lost to Lancaster and, Lancaster, and then COVID happened. And then the next year, uh, 2021, we were at in the state championship, lost at the buzzer. We were 25 and 11. Uh, last year, we were 30 and 9. We were back at state, lost in the semifinals. Now, take it. Last year, I think U of H was in the uh, Elite Eight. The year That's before, right. they, they were in the Final Four. Yes. This year, I think U of H made it to what the Elite Eight, maybe, or 16 or something. They were somewhere in there. 16. They've, been, they've been winning. They was number they one in the nation for no, multiple weeks. And we were number one in Texas the whole year, and we finished 33-2, and two, and we finished USA Today. In top 25, we finished number 24. And so, it, and I talked about this at our uh, Texas Association of Basketball Conference. I had to speak at that, and I, I told them, you know, I talked about that system, but I said, you, you still got to have players too. But it works for us. And the way we, way we it's wide open. We play a four-out, one in the hideaway, no post, and guys are trying to get by you and get – to the paint. And if they get cut off, they're kicking it out for the three. If that doesn't happen, he's trying to get to the paint. If, if the big slides up, he dumps it down to the guy in the hideaway for the dunk or the layup. I mean, it's a lot of driving and kicking and trying. You got to have good one-on-one game to play for me. We play a lot of 21 or king of the court, what these kids call it now. Uh, you got to have good one-on-one game. And that helps them for the next level to showcase their talent while they're playing for me. They're, they're in a system. <clears throat> Some people on the outside may look like Oh, he letting them hoop. They are, but it's controlled. Coach, hey, you ready to have some fun with this thing, Coach? Yeah, yeah. Welcome to the championship rounds. This is the part of the show with KT and I. We're gonna play a little game of one-on-one. You know what I'm saying? Let's 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 call them out, Coach. We're from the trap, isolate. And uh, you are now officially calling all the shots, okay? Have you ever played a game called Would You Rather before? I have not, but I'm anxious to. It's super simple, Coach. And for those the kids who are watching right now or the parents, y'all already know how to do this. Both KT and I are going to make a pitch to Coach. And whichever one of those options that Coach Nick Smith likes, he selects it, that host will get a point, okay? The first host to get two points or the best out of three will win this episode's game of championship rounds. KT, shout out to you, my guy. He's won three in a row. It might be four in a row. You might have four in a row right now, KT. So uh, let's go, man. Let's go to work because I got a feeling I'm about to break that trend. I got that spirit of Kimball running, coursing through my veins. Oh, stop. You ain't got no spirit of Kimball. I ain't going to let you do that. Get out of here. No. No. He's talking about Justin. He's talking about No, he's talking about Justin L. Kimball, Justin S. Kimball. No, I ain't letting you get away with that. I, I went to Evangel, coach. I went to oh, EC. Oh, you supposed to win the Huntington. See? I, I, yeah, man, my mom lived right around the corner from Huntington. Yeah, 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 that's crazy. Was you up there with Troy? Troy, Troy was a little bit after my you. Brother was Troy was a freshman when I was a senior. Yeah, he was a little bit after you. All right, okay, all right, KT, my bad. You know, we do like kid folks do when we get together. You know what I'm saying? Come on, KT. Nah, I'm trying to get you off that Kimball train. That's what I was trying to do. 
All right, Coach. Would you rather coach a team that is known for their extraordinary offense? I mean, you got dogs. Nobody can stop them. But your defense is suspect. Or or would you rather coach a team with an impenetrable defense? But y'all struggle offensively to score. But this is the thing. You ain't got dogs. You got wolves on this team. And y'all eat dogs. Tough I mentality. That, I want that defensive team with those wolves. Yeah, we're gonna lift layups all day. We're gonna, we just gonna give it a fast break. Let's go. That's one. That's one. All right, here we go. Round number two. Coach, would you rather have a Netflix last chance you style documentary in which they come up to your school, they film you, they film the players, they kind of basically tell the story of Justin F. Kimball and uh, and get you guys on the spotlight or travel the world hosting your own food show on ESPNU where you and your Kimbo Knight coaching staff interview other college coaches and high school coaches as they take you to their favorite places to eat in their hometowns. God, that's a good one because I love the food show. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm going to go with the I'll go with the last chance you. Yeah! That's game. That's game. The streak is over. I told you, Mike. That I was a tough one. That was a tough one. I almost went with the ESPN, the food that we're traveling, and yeah, I love that. We don't need that. We just need that. We just need that. The, the cameras will be up there on Monday, Coach. Two weeks from now. All right. So here we go. Round number three. Now, Coach, are you a sneakerhead at all? Because I seen your swag. Your drip is. Your drip is. Chef's kiss. Your drip is nice with it, okay? So, so Kevin and I, we both sneakerheads. As a matter of fact, every Wednesday night, we go live. And in that show, I talk about sneakers. I mean, we talk about sports. We talk about pop culture education. But I do a segment in which I drop the most newest recent sneakers that's coming out to the market and tell everybody how to go get them, all right? So y'all come hang out with us Wednesday nights at 8 o'clock p.m. Central Standard Time. If you smash the subscribe button, you'll get that invite. But check this out, Coach. So before the show, Kevin and I both selected a pair of sneakers that we thought represent you and your team and, and kind of the spirit of Nick Smith, all right? So on the count of three, we're going to get you to say, hold that sneaker, and we're going to show you the shoes that we selected pre-game or pre-show, okay? Whichever one you select will win the last round. Even though it's inconsequential, I kind of want this sweep so I can get him to just, you know, he can stop that chirping because okay. he's been, he been, he been chirping pretty hard, coach. So here we go. Three, two, one. Say it. Yeah. Hold that sneaker. Oh, golly. I got to pick one. Yeah. Look, at, look at the championship goal, though, Coach. Oh, man. Them, them, hey, man. I need, I need, uh, <laughs> I like the one, I like the one you're holding up, dog. With the mouth of the south of the head, Coach. With the Kimmel colors right there. The Kimmel yeah. As a matter of fact, I need y'all to send a picture that I'm going to have. I'm going to go ahead and have Mike and them get with us and we'll get that shoot for my coaches there. Oh, my goodness. That's a sweep. Oh, how sweet it is. This is a he yeah, just had the colors, bro. He had the colors. Well, no, I was trying to hold this to myself because you're a Kimball Knight. You, I mean, you're a teacher. You're a coach. I graduated from Carter. I was trying to keep that in. I knew I wasn't going to win this episode because it was I, no, it wasn't. I got swept. And then you're from Louisiana. And then B. Jones, y'all got that connection. I knew I would go. I was here for the festivities. There, there was no the bias. It was, it was no bias. It was no oh, bias. Oh, I know. But I'm going to tell you like this, Coach. Anybody that gets on here and they're originally from Louisiana, I don't win that episode. So you're from Louisiana and you're at Kimball? 
I didn't stand a chance. I'm sure glad y'all ain't here. I'm glad y'all ain't holding no Adidas and nothing else. You know, we got we got a Nike deal, man. I checked this out, y'all. That was Nike. Yeah, y'all, all like that Adidas. You somebody see that? That's my whole deal up. Coach, that's what I'm talking about. Hey, we we both champs, coach. We yeah. both champs. Kimball, yeah. Mountain of the South. It's awesome. Okay, B, let's get this over with. I got to get out of here, man. This is just it's too much. Let's go. Come on. All right, y'all make sure y'all be caught about 40. All right, here we go. So, coach, the title of the show is Sports Life Talks. You got next. Coach, I know you got a vision board. We know it's a lot out there, boxes that you ain't checked yet. We know the future's still bright for you. So in your own words, Coach, what do we have to look forward to on your journey? What's up next for Coach Nick Smith? Um, Whatever God has for me. You know, I do have goals. Um, I would like to enter into the collegiate level. Uh, I had a few opportunities over these last 20 years, maybe three that I didn't jump on, but you know, they just don't come around often like for high school coaches like that. So when you have the opportunity, you got to kind of take it. And I didn't. And sometimes I think about that. But, you know, I always think about, too, hey, if, if I would have left, I would never had a chance to win the state championship. So when it's time for it to happen, um, it will. And uh, also, I don't know, man. I think I just want to my own, have my own fishing show, too. I fish a lot. Maybe I can start. You fish? Yeah, yeah. Okay, coach, fish, hunt, I fish and hunt. Maybe I can... Have a little little reality show or something like that on the side. I don't know. But Coach, I gave you a cooking show and you didn't use it. And now I, you that's a I almost, I told you, you almost I almost did. I almost went with the cooking show because I'm like, that is something different. And I like different things. So but you know, life after basketball, um, you know, like I said, I just wanna find something I can do to relax and there's not a lot of pressure because what we do, we love what we do. But man, it takes a lot out of you. But it's always rewarding at the end. And you know, whether you win a state championship or not, as long as you know you were able to touch those kids' lives. And uh, I've had 62 boys sign scholarships in 16 years. I mean, who can yeah. say that? I mean, I, you see a lot of other coaches, everybody pumps up, a lot of, all, a lot of other coaches, all such and such sign is high major. What about those kids on the bench? Yeah. You know, what yeah. About, number eight, nine, that senior, get him something too. So that's why I've had a lot. All eight of my seniors signed this year from this team. Two went academic, six went for basketball. So I'm really proud about that. All right, coach. Well, I hate to put you in the pressure seat, but you know, man, when you're carrying that ring, that heavy four pound rock on your hand, hey, heavy as the head that wears the crown. So here you go, coach. The most, the infamous words, run it back. You said all the kids told you that they were going to run it back after y'all took they that. But now you got the you got the crown on your head. What is the expectations? I went around your question. You talked with, I went around your question. <laughs> you know, I interviewed a lot. I just went around your question. Uh, the expectation at Kimmel High School for Kimmel Boys Basketball Program is to give yourselves a chance to win a state championship every year. So we always celebrate is that and only banners in our gym, state championship banners, no district, no regional finals, no runner-ups. So that is the expectation every year. So regardless if we got the personnel, the talent, or we got to do it or don't, our expectation is to get to a state championship every year. So expect us to be a state again this year, next year, the year after, 2027, 2028, 2029, 2030, every year. Expect us to be in state. That's eight. If, hey, we that not, if we not, 
we still trying the next year. If we don't get it that year, we're sure going to be there the next year. So, well, Coach, eight. All right, eight, 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 eight. <laughs> <laughs> Coach. All right, Coach, you got any shout outs you want to give? Yeah, I want to give a shout out to my mom and dad there in uh, Orlando right now at a conference. Uh, she was, I just saw a video on Facebook of her and four of the women uh, performing uh, 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 Tina Turner and Ike Turner, uh, Proud Mary on stage, and she was Tina Turner. Like to say what's up to them. Uh, like to say just what's up to, you know, uh, the Kimmel Knights, the whole Kimmel family that's out there. You know, uh, my boy Pat Stewart in San Antonio, Kevin Bradford, you know, working wherever Kevin's working now. Uh, you know, my family uh, and just, just you know, the world. You know, we just going to we gonna stay worldwide, Nick. You know, just the world. I want to shout out to my homies over in Australia, you know, London. You know, my boy in Afghanistan right now, you know, he's over there, you know, uh, posted up. He's in the military, you know, so just just everybody, man. I just want to thank you guys for having me on the show. Uh, this was really fun. I've been looking forward to uh, being on the show with you guys. All right, Coach. So this is a part of the show where you get a chance to call the person that you think should have next. Tell them, hey, I got a chance to rock with BJ's and KT. I told them my story. Why don't you do the same thing? With that said, Coach, who are you calling out? Who should have next? I would like to call out Coach Pat Washington of W.T. White High School. All right. That needs to be on this show. All and, right. I, and I would love to just be in the corner down there with my little window on the show with him. With y'all on the show. And I want y'all to ask him everything y'all can. All right. We're going to get him. All right. It's Coach Washington. I need, I need Pat exposed. Yeah, that's my boy. That's my friend, brother, man. But I would love to see uh, Pat Washington on the show. And, sh and shout out to shout out to your friend. Shout out to all those alphas out there. I know I know that's a big thing. Alphas, Alpha yeah. City, now the Kappa, Wiley College, Paul Quinn College. You know, what up, 06? <laughs> all right, well, Coach Washington, you are officially on the clock. You just got your ticket punch. We can't wait to have you on the show so we can hear about your journey. We will be reaching out to you very, 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 very soon. So clear your calendar. We got to make some time to make this thing happen. But Coach Nikki Smith, you got next. Man, you are a pioneer. You transcendent. You a trailblazer. You a icon. You a winner. I love your energy, man. You 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 making you turning boys into men, and you are making us all better, brother. You are beacon of hope. You are extraordinary and elite, Coach Nick Smith. You deserve a yeet. Hey, man, I'm super happy about this show, Kevin. I, I don't know what to tell y'all. This is why we do it. This is the fun stuff. Coach, shake the bobblehead for me one more time before we get up out of here. Hey, check yeah. this out. All of y'all out there, don't forget to follow us, tag us, whatever y'all do. All the social media stuff, at Sports Life Talk. We're going to follow you back. Hey, listen, this is a big part of what we do. We got to get in that algorithm. We got to grow this thing. Y'all tap in with us, plug in with us. I promise y'all, we drop social media content every single day. And if you're from Louisiana, from Shreveport, every single day, we dropping some content and we're going to keep giving y'all some heat. So go to our website, sltugotnext.com. It's right there on the screen, sltugotnext.com. Click on the nominate tab. Tell us about yourself or somebody you think is worthy to be on this show, and we will reach out to them and give them an audition. We we we, we very accessible, ladies and gentlemen. So don't forget, tell us who you are in the comments. I promise we're gonna reach out to you, connect to you, and um, I don't know, Kevin. I'm feeling I'm feeling good, man. We got we got hey, we got Kimball in the building, man. The, the takeover is here. Y'all better quit playing with us. 
and start praying with us. Sports Life Talk is in the building. Come on, KT. Send us home, baby. You know, I, I really enjoyed this show up until the championship rounds. And then after that, it just went downhill for me. But, Coach, thank you so much for rocking with us, man. Whatever you need from us, please let us know. And we can't wait to come and check that out this season coming up. Hey, I'm coming. That's right. That's right. Remember, uh, we got the Kimmel Carter game. We'll be playing at Carter this year. Yeah. Uh, so that should be we a good game. We will not forget Kimmel Carter. Those love. Those love. That's a good friend of mine, too. So, he, you know, we all can wait to keep it competitive. So, Hey, Coach Nick Smith. Don't you dun, 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 forget about me? Yeah, Sports Life Talk Nation, we love y'all. Stay safe, be blessed, respect each other, and love one another because together we are better. And keep dreaming big because you never know your story may be the next one featured on Sports Life Talks. You got next. Yeet. See what's crazy is I knew you had next because you always working, you always grinding, you're in your bag because you're always working. Like in due time, I just I knew you got next. Oh, you did it, huh? Crack the code. You got next, you smashing goals. You want next, you need exposure. Well, sports like talk out the baddest show, like the baddest hut in the room. Podcast to tune into just for you to talk your shit. Talk your mushroom. You want what you eat and you should consume. Sports like talk from the late night to the afternoon, then rest repeat. Hit the like, leave a comment, or subscribe so you don't miss a beat. You got next. It's a small taste of a winning meal from a chef type of celebrity What's up next is you, at least you better be Yeah, 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 yeah. Sports life talking in.